Hello, everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast, episode 305 for the week of May 13, 2014. I'm your host, Chris Privetier, back from the nearly dead. Oh my gosh, people, was I sick. But thankfully, my lovely wife, Anna Marie Privetier, nursed me back to health. Hi, Anna. Do I look cute in a nurse's outfit? You do, but you didn't wear one. Uh, you spoil it. <laughs> <laughs> also here with us for a special late Tuesday night edition of RPG Cast, and it is super, super late for him. John Yearworth over in England. Well, funny enough, it, it turns out you can actually do podcasts at two o'clock in the afternoon if you don't. Sorry, two o'clock in the morning if you don't finish work until half past midnight. Mm. How's work going? Oh, it was going fine. Yay. Real fine. So who else do we have, Chris? We also have a Canadian. Another Canadian. What? Right? No? No, we have... Where are you from? Cassandra? New York. We have a New Yorker. <laughs> we have a New Yorker. I don't know. You made me say... You said it was two Canadians to non... Two no, I Commonwealth. said it was two Commonwealths. She's... She, I blame Anna. I've been sick. Everyone leave me alone. Also here with us is Cassandra Ramos from New York. Hi, everyone. New Otherwise York, known as Strawberry Eggs. Yay! Yes. Oh, you know what? Yeah, we have all of the forum admins on the podcast right now. All of the four what? All of the forum admins. Oh, mm-hmm. yay forum admins! <laughs> I'm sadly not a forum admin. Neither is Chris. He just fixes things when they're broken. <laughs> I have administrative power on the forums. Yes, but you're not really supposed to wield it. Not no, quite the same. <laughs> but I like to anyway. <laughs> But only if you can't tell that I did anything. <laughs> Our cat is licking the window. Oh, more like, yeah. We opened the window because it, it's nice out, and so they're going crazy because they can smell the outdoors. We didn't open the window because it's nice out. Well, we wouldn't have opened the window if it wasn't nice out. Let's move on. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what have we been? Uh, what should we talk about? What we've been playing? Well, why don't we do ladies first, Cassandra? Okay. What have you been playing this week? Are we going to make her go first? Yeah, uh, trial oh. by fire. Oh, uh, well, okay. How dare I... you play that? That's terrible. No, sorry. which one? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't. I, I was just cutting you off. Okay. Well, this week I played a bit of Baroque, not too much. Still trying to go to a point where I can actually progress further in a tower than where I'm allowed to go by a bunch of sequence of events that I can't say you could figure out without a walkthrough, but what have you. Mm-hmm. So Game is, yes? If it's Baroque, don't fix it? Or wait. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> it's an odd little game to be sure, and the story is so far, it's in bits and pieces and terribly confusing, but I'm not not enjoying it i guess (laughs) wait did you say you're not not enjoying it yes so we have to interpret this pretty somehow i run it through the double negative filter (laughs) Hmm. this is the rpg cast we don't use no double negatives i don't dislike it how's that you don't dislike it (laughs) (laughs) okay never mind no sir i don't dislike it (laughs) Well, that really narrows it down for me. Thank you for your impressions. What else have you been playing, Cassandra? 
Cassandra, have you been playing anything else this week? Yes, a little bit of Pokemon Y, mostly just rearranging my boxes and figuring out if I really want to go for near-perfect IV spreads on my Pokemon. Even with the conveniences added in this game, it still is a headache and a half trying to get all everything to line up. You know, I just realized when you talk Pokemon, you remind me of Ash's voice almost. If you if you if you try, you could she probably do a, a good Ash voice. Trainer yeah. <laughs> Veronica Taylor, I hope not that new one. Um, no, yeah, more like the older one. Yeah. Okay, yeah, Veronica Taylor. That's cool. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> I can't remind you of a voice actor I don't respect. <laughs> <laughs> we can't have that now, can we? <laughs> Now, I want to hear about this one, because I really liked this game back in the day. Boktai? Yeah! The sun is in your hands. Yes, I've been I've probably spent nearly three years on this game on and off, because I basically wait until it's not too cold outside and not too hot outside. Even though there's segments of the game you can do without direct sunlight, it certainly makes things a lot easier. Ah, Boktai. The, like, the one game you just can't play in England. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, to the exact extent, I'm not actually sure they released it here. I don't think right. they did. Yeah, I'm are not sure. Is, that is, is Nintendo making a social commentary by oh. releasing a non-sun friendly or non-cloudy friendly <laughs> game? <laughs> so yeah, okay. like I used to play this when I was on my breaks, and I'd run outside the mall and sit in the sun and play it. Good times. <laughs> Again, very again, it's an it's an interesting game to be sure. I've actually played the uh the last in the ser it's technically in the series, Lunar Nights, although they tried to pretty much vanquish any remnant uh any like reference to Boktai in that game, oddly enough. But So yeah, I'm I'm almost done with it. I'm finally at the last area, the last dungeon, although I've it's like a looks like a boss run gamut before I take on the last one. I'm hoping I'll finish it before October. <laughs> Well, it's good to have goals. <laughs> October, jeez. Is that when you're hoping, just because of how hard it is to get light? or It's just because of the, the find the time. It's just like, do I have enough time to that's, be out? That's a game that was released. Well, okay. well, that's the game that was released on the GBA, right? Yes. yes. It's on which GBA. is the game, which is a game system who has a screen that looks terrible in the sun. Yes. So that makes uh-huh. a lot of sense, right? Totally. Uh, indeed. No wonder it did great. Well, it again, great. again, they got rid of all traces of the name Boktai to the last game in the series trying to separate itself from. So what does that tell you? <laughs> well, did that one also require you to be in the sun? No, no, no. In fact, it got rid of that. Even though there are mechanics. Where you fake have to, sunlight? Yeah, yeah, fake sunlight. There's like beams of light that come in and you absorb it and then you can power up your your solar gun. Or there's also a dark sword in that game as well. Gamers spoke and they cannot handle the outside. <laughs> Thanks all. That's why we can't, we can't have nice things. I think the closest I've ever got to Boktai was it was actually a really obscure reference or not obscure per se but it was a reference to it in one of the Mega Man Battle Network games. Really? Long. Yeah. I heard of that, yeah. It was in I think it was in number 4. You could um one of the special chip codes you could use, you know, the ones that they usually printed in like magazines and stuff that ended up on the internet. Um <laughs> was a chip that uh, which gave you the the solar gun, basically. Of course, since the game did not have a solar sensor, there was no sun mechanic involved. But it was a you know, powerful little weapon. 
Yeah, there's also uh, so, some sort of cross uh, reference in the Bach ties here, but I can't remember if that was the third one, which we never got, or Lunar Nights. Uh, yeah, I, I think it was in. I think there was another cross reference in one of the later games in the series, but I haven't played it. Mm-hmm. And they then butchered that out of the localization anyway. Yeah. You been playing anything else, Cassandra, to round it out? Just, uh, just a bit more Bravely Default. I kind of put the game on the back burner to yeah. finish uh, Words of Radiance. No, because I, I didn't want one. Either I wasn't going to get the book finished in a timely manner, I was going to get the game finished in a timely manner, and I kind of sacrificed the game first. But I enjoy, I'm enjoying it greatly. Well, wait, you put it on the back burner for a book? Yeah, I know. What, I'm, I'm weird how, that way. What, what is this book? It's a thousand pages long. I, just, I was afraid I'd never get through it if I didn't just, you know, start and keep reading it. Is this like that Game of Thrones TV series I always hear about? Is that like that's a Brandon book, Sanderson right? novel? Oh, I actually like Brandon Sanderson. I think yes, yeah. So is this his new thing? Yes, it's his latest book, Words of Radiance, part of the War- Stormlight. Arc. Words of Radiance. Okay. Words. 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 Words of Radiance. Yes. Okay. Which is appropriate to read while playing Bakhtai, yeah. probably. No. All right. Somewhat. Yes. I thought no. No one went for it. It's okay. I don't need any sympathy laughs. All right, so Bravely Default. Are you almost done with that? I'm about to start Chapter 5. I, oh, you're pretty close then. Yeah, things are. Yeah, I'm about yeah. to get to the big upset that I keep hearing about. Oh, yes, you are. Oh, I, yes. Thankfully, I don't really entirely know what it is, thankfully. Oh, but, you'll find out soon Yeah, enough. I'm sure I'll find out. <laughs> Interesting stuff. You won't so miss it. Uh-huh. <laughs> um... <laughs> Like I, like I said on Twitter, even with that, I'm still glad I played it. So, I, it, they have a good payoff. Let me let me put that's, it that way. That's good to hear. Because um, I am really really enjoying this game. So, oh jeez, I'm gonna say what I've been playing now. Can I go now, Anna? Hey, Chris. What? What have you been playing? Mario Golf. Ow. Oh wait. <laughs> Mario Golf! Oh, mama! That's what I hear Mario say a lot when I play with him. He doesn't like the way I golf. Um, so Mario Golf is... You might is suck a, at golfing. I might. Yeah, it's on, it's on the 3DS now. It's made by Camelot, the one who did all those other Mario Golf games. It has an RPG mode where you make your me. Well, I guess you take your me and start leveling them up by buying new equipment. That's, of course, how you get better at real golf, right? You buy better equipment. Well, that's how you make your me better at golf. And you get to choose equipment tailored to kind of the shot styles that you like. Do you want it to be easier to hit? Do you want to hit further? That sort of stuff. And you play against the Mushroom Kingdom folks in tournaments. And I lost by one place to Donkey Kong. I was very sad. But, uh, yeah, it's golf. It's 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 golf game. If you like Hot Shots Golf, those style cartoony golf games, then you probably will like this. There's a free demo. You can try it. Um, I don't know if I'm going to get you into it, Anna. Why? Because you you keep seeing me play it, but it's not drawing you in. Um, I don't watch you play it. I sit oh. beside you while you play it. That doesn't okay. mean I'm paying attention. Oh, all right. Well, okay. <laughs> you could do uh, tournaments and stuff. I'm thinking we should start some RP Gamer Golf tournaments. That would but be I don't, cool. I don't know if we should or if there's actually interest in that. Because it, it's, it's Nintendo'd up online, so... You can just get online and play tournaments with people, and there's tons of different tournaments running all the time that you can go enter. Um... A lot of them, you get to. Uh, if you screw up, you can enter it again, and only your best score will count. Um, but ties are ranked in order of who submitted the first score first, so that's how they deal with that. Uh, and if you have friends and want to do an asynchronous tournament with all your friends, you uh, 
you say make a tournament and it gives you a big code. You put that code like say in a forum thread and all your friends can go look up the code, put it in their system, play the game whenever they want. And then you set it maybe for two days or whatever. And then at the end, it'll tell you if the score is and you got a winner. So we could use that to do uh, RP Gamer tournaments or something like that if we wanted to. I just kind of want to know that there's readers who are actually interested in playing because it's kind of an RPG site, not a sport game site. But, you know, kind of a golf RPG in it, sort of, maybe, kind of. Hmm. I don't. I bought DLC and now I have Gold Mario who ba- basically breaks the game as, car- as far as getting coins because every, <laughs> every time I hit the ball, it's just a ding, 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 ding. It's like, oh, I'm going to unlock a lot today. <laughs> You know what? We're going to get haterade about the fact that you bought the DLC. That I bought the DLC? Yeah, I probably will. That'll be a good discussion. It like doubles the amount of holes of golf in the game. So, yeah, I'll do that. Yes. (laughs) And I did. So, that's all I've been really playing because I've been sick. Right. I've been sick. I'm going to play a lot of... Well, I'll get to that at the end. But, well, yeah. There are more playing of games in my future now that I feel better. Hey, Quinn. John. You're muted. John. No, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I go serve dinner just as the podcast. <laughs> oh, I see. Can you take a minute from your munching and tell us what you've been playing? I certainly can. Yay! So, uh, I've been gone for a little while, so I've covered a few games since we last spoke. How um, many of them have had large robots in them? One of them I'm going to hate you for. Why? Because Which one? Out. Oh. In Europe <laughs> and not in North Actually, America. it's not out in Europe, I don't think. Remember, Japanese 3DS. Oh. oh. Well, so you, can, you get to hate him even more now. Um, so, okay. So Final Fantasy Realm Reborn, uh, all I really did was, um, in the absence of continuing the old endgame stuff, I just went and leveled Dragoon to 50. You know, no biggie. Uh, actually, um, speaking of Final Fantasy XIV, uh, the free company that founded on the Leviathan server, we now actually have a house. I saw! That's exciting! Uh, though that's mostly down to the efforts of uh, for, uh, RPG member Twin Bahamut and his brother, who footed the almost two million gil bill for the oh, house. Geez. So what can you do in that house? Can you throw house parties or something? Uh, we threw a well. First, we threw a lawn party because while we bought the land, we didn't have enough money to afford the house to build on it as well. Um, and then we built the house, and then we had a little house party as well, where I think we managed to get everyone who was online at the time to uh, basically crowd around. I posted a screenshot of it on the uh, forums in mm. the Final Fantasy XIV thread. So you run into the house, you leave the house. It's really just for guild events, isn't it? Yeah, although I think um, one of the things you can add to it is, um, like, uh, crafting tables, which give a bonus to uh, whichever craft they're associated with. I think there is a limit to what uh, the number that you can have in your house, but apparently they're really good for leveling low-level crafts on. So I've just never understood the appeal of player housing in these RPGs, because... Hey, I, I don't know either. I said this was mostly the drive of people who weren't me. Yeah. But... Um, well, there you go. We have a house now. Okay. Um, as long as the furnace doesn't break. In the middle of the street. Our house. Well, it's not used. It's probably a new house, right? Um, or is so it yeah, a fixer-upper? So, uh, giant robots, then. Um, I actually did play this uh, before I went on the last podcast and then somehow managed to completely forget about it, which is quite an accomplishment, actually. Um, so... 
the third installment of the Super Robot Wars Z series was recently released, um, which basically continues the storyline of the previous... Uh, God, how many games are we up to now? Four? Uh, I think 7,422. <laughs> well, there are four previous games in the Z series. There's, there was a Z, Z side disc, then Z1 and Z... Uh, sorry, Z2.1, 2.2. I'm sorry, <laughs> Z2.1 and Z2.2? Okay, so... They're naming them after patches? Okay, so the uh, they're actually the more kind of colloquial names. Uh, the second game in the series was split into two games... Uh, two quite long games of that. Uh, and they've done the same for this one. Uh, there is also a... And I'm inclined to believe the rumors that the uh, third game in the series, which is out for PS3 and Vita, actually led on the Vita and the PS3 version as the port, interestingly nice. enough. <laughs> which means that the game loses a little bit of graphical fidelity as versus uh, the last PS3 title released in the series, which was the original Generations one. Uh, so uh, as far as a sort of flat comparison between those two games, the original Generations one is the one that wins out. Um, the other thing is I haven't actually gotten that far in the game, so I can't actually really talk a lot about it other than... Are um, there big is, robots? Yes, there are big robots. Do it they is fight also each the other? First, there is also the first appearance of Full Metal Panic in a console there Super Robot Wars. Even better. Are there big? Uh, it, are there big li- licensed anime franchises that would be impossible to pull together for a release in the U.S.? Oh yes. All right. Oh, that's all we my, need. Yes. It's a Super Robots game. The, does the story um, make no damn sense? No, this actually the story does make sense, but that's what? only because of how they've constructed it. Okay. Actually, let me just check the uh, the the new ones on this one. Is there a fifteen-page timeline document like there is for Kingdom Hearts? No. Okay. There is, there are, trying to summarize the story is still tricky because of all of the, like, um, sort of cross-series pollination going on. So it's a 30-page uh, di- timeline document. Yeah, it's, there's, still a, there's still a fairly hefty sort of amount of stuff that's been built on over the last, oh god, uh, six years. Super Robot War Z was released for the PS2 in 2008. It's hmm. yeah, it's been going for a while now. So this one uh, just also happens to include the fir- the first inclusion of uh, Gundam Unicorn in a Super Robot Wars game, oh, okay. uh, and also features the first two uh, Evangelion rebuild movies. Oh, seriously? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, uh, the other big inclusion, or oh, the other new inclusion that's not been included in any other game previous, is uh, the sequel series to Aquarian. I feel. I think I'm the only one who knows about that, aside from Twin. Um, I'm gonna go with yes, you are. Okay, the series oh, I, or the original itself, because I kind of know. I like the opening to Aquarian. I've never actually seen it. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, uh, Aquarian Evil is the later is the uh, latest okay. series, which is I think some sort of pseudo sequel to the original. Same. Uh, I think it's still the same uh, artist who sings the opening, though. And oh. I agree, it is a really good opening. Um. Uh, so what else were we playing? Uh, moving on. I'll go. Okay. Over in early access indie land. Um, I bought uh, Plague Inc. Have you heard of that one? Uh, I've heard of it, but I couldn't describe the game to you if you put a gun to my head right now. Uh, so basically, it's a um a one man team who developed a game based on the flash game Pandemic, which was the origin of the phrase "shut down everything" in relation to Madagascar. Um, so basically, the whole point of the game is you design a uh, 
bacteria, virus, therefore so on, um, that will kill humanity. So okay. basically, it's a fun, it's a fun little game. Yeah, that sounds like a lighthearted romp. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's real lighthearted. Um, and it is very fun, although quite tricky. Uh, so basically, you actually you unlock various dis- sort of disease types in sequence. The first one you start with is bacteria, then you go on to virus, then to yeah, I can't remember. Uh, then to virus, fungus, then brain parasite, and then para- uh, brain parasite, regular parasite, and then zombie virus. Oh, and that's the course. one I'm current. And that's the mm-hmm. one I'm currently stuck on. Delightful. Yeah. <laughs> Because that's actually quite hard. Play, playing playing that game as the zombie virus is actually surprisingly difficult. And if you want to make it even harder, there is an achievement you can get for killing humanity with that virus type without animating a single zombie. Which is quite tricky. It is possible, but tricky. So basically, you accumulate um, these DNA points and you you evolve your chosen disease various symptoms uh once the governments of the world actually once you have noticeable symptoms the governments of the world will attempt to put together a cure and then so basically you've got to race against that particular clock if they manufacture a cure then it it kind of cures humanity extremely quickly um in the zom in the with the zombie virus example uh you have to deal with the zcom which is a reference to you can probably guess a zombie computer? No, Zcom, as in XCOM. Oh, okay. but for zombies. Oh, yeah, you better beat them. <laughs> yeah, um, funnily enough, they have a habit of killing your zombies in large quantities. Well, that's their job, right? Oh yeah, but if you're trying to wipe out humanity, it's it's quite difficult. Uh, and then finally, this is the one that Anna's going to hate me for. Going back to Final Fantasy, I oh, picked no. up uh, Theater Rhythm Curtain Call. Is that good, Anna? Is that what's wrong? I like mine better. Okay. Now, I haven't actually played the original. I never picked the original up. I just kind of skipped straight to this one. Um, Where I kind of found out how foreigner-friendly Nintendo's eShop is, which is really odd considering the 3DS is a regional console. So we're in a situation where the PSN, so for PS3, PSP, and uh Vita, um, PSN actually locks out foreign credit cards. You can't use an English credit card yeah. on the Japanese PSN. The exact opposite is true for the 3DS and the eShop. Oh, so the 3D, hmm. the 3DS itself is region is region locked. Right. But I signed into the eShop, dutifully gave it my credit card slash debit card number, and it just said, "Yeah, no, we'll take your money." Yeah. So I just stuck. I just stuck uh, five thousand yen on my. Uh, account thing and just bought a uh, curtain call outright. Not having to deal with import fees, cost of delivery, that sort of thing. Just done. Stuck on the uh, stuck on the cart. Sorry, stuck on the uh, SD card. Um, so I think the only thing, major things, there are two major differences from what I understand. Uh, three if you count new characters. Uh, the first difference is they've added a second control mode, which I don't believe was in the original, where you can actually use the buttons to rhythm. I seem to remember in the original you could only use the touchscreen. Could someone who's played the game confirm that for me? Anna? Pardon? That's you. So, No, no, let's find the- out. Anna, what's, what's Quinn been talking about? 
I may have tuned out for the oh. email. Uh-huh. I'm booking uh, E3 appointments. Uh-huh. Okay, so basically what I'm saying is is that the um, curtain call has two modes of control. You mm-hmm. can either use the buttons or you can use the touch screen. Mm-hmm. Now, from what I hear, that's a, uh, a difference compared to the original. I only remember touch screen controls. There might have yeah. been button ones, but uh, I never used them. Yeah, okay. Because uh, they now have it so you can use um, uh, t- uh, button controls instead of the touchscreen. I can tell you um, the iOS one's only touchscreen. Yes. Well, yeah. <laughs> so instead of... Um, uh, so instead of um, using the t- tapping touchscreen and then swiping the touchscreen for the swipe notes, uh, you can instead use the left thumb pad to, stu- uh, to do the swipe notes instead. Basically, okay. I think that's the only real difference there. Interesting. Uh, and uh, the other major difference would be uh, a very large number of like I think all of the songs that were previously DLC are now in the game by default. So they're the same songs. I think so. Hmm. I thought they were new songs. There's new songs as well. Like for example, uh, Final are there Fast- new DLC songs as well? I don't know. I haven't checked. Um, so Final Fantasy Type Zero is now recognized as a um, as a uh, title. Uh, they've put f- uh, tracks from Final Fantasy XIV: A Realm Reborn in. Um, there's a couple from Dissidia. Do they have ten two and thirteen two? Uh, yes, and thirteen three as 13, well. Thirteen three. Okay. Hang on, let me check the old uh, list here. I can't translate all of the what titles. What can I do for you? Wow. Yeah, wow. that's it. <laughs> that is actually it. All right, good. Let me get let me get the uh I've got the full list cuz there's a couple of really unusual inclusions in here. Uh, I might have to scroll quite a way back through the list. Okay, so Final Fantasy 1 through I'll uh, see where that stops. What are we up to? 17? Final Fantasy 1 through 13. Yeah. And A Realm Reborn. Then there's Final Fantasy Mystic Quest, otherwise listed as Final Fantasy USA. <laughs> <in this> version. <laughs> Final Fantasy Tactics, uh, Final Fantasy X2, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles, Final Fantasy VII Advent Children. So that includes things like the uh, Advent Children version of uh, the Genova theme. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core, Uh, Dissidia, Dissidia Duodecim. Duodecim. I was waiting for that. (laughs) Uh, Final Fantasy Type Zero. Uh, Final Fantasy thirteen two, Final Fantasy thirteen three, uh, Feet Rhythm itself, which is a medley, and that's it. And there are several tracks in each. Hmm. Uh, split between um, field music and battle music, with a cinematic piece for for pretty much all of them. Hmm. Um, hmm. The I noticed that the. Um, one of the additions that they've had is the field music now includes the airship theme for a number of the games. Good. And the so instead of having the characters walking through a, like, a nice field as the field music ones do, uh, they instead have the, air, the chosen airship uh, flying through the sky instead, which looks pretty cool. So that just sounds like this will be the definitive version to own of this game. Yes, that's. I very much agree with you. Oh, good thing they've been putting uh, off getting the original. Then. <laughs> good luck. Yeah, yeah, that's why I said. I just, 
I just I'd, skipped over the original and got this one. Yeah, I never got it. I I thought about buying the original, never did, and then all the sc- the scary DLC pricing made me <laughs> run away. So this might be the one for me when it comes out here. Mm-hmm. I don't know when that is though. I don't think it's anytime soon. Uh, I no, I don't know if um. Maybe by uh, fall. I don't know what the release date is yeah. for this one. I mean, if anything, it'll be like a fall release or holiday season release, but mm. that'd be nice. We'll see. Who knows? Uh, that leaves Anna Marie yes. to tell us about been what you're just done with. <laughs> <laughs> I am done. Just done with Rune Factory 4. I swear I talked about this. I might have. Yeah. On the other podcast you were on. Ah, that was it. So, yeah, I did an RPG backtrack last week. And right before the backtrack, I finished Rune Factory 4. So I finished the second arc, and there's a third arc to do, but honestly, I'm just done. You're just done. I'm done. Goodbye. I'm done. Goodbye, Rune Factory (laughs) 4. There are more things that irritate me about the game than I love about the game. So overall, do you think the reviews were, were fair or too harsh? I didn't read any reviews for it. Okay, then. The review should call it maybe a three to a three and a half. Mm. I don't think it got that high, but all right. (laughs) I mean, it's good. It goes downhill. Mm. All right. And I hate the randomness of the... It's one of those few RPGs that's worse the more you play it. (laughs) (laughs) You just didn't play the whole thing. <laughs> it's like, well, I did. That's why I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. So, right. um, I, I mean, I can totally see why it appeals to some people that it's just not for me anymore. Hmm. So beyond that, I've been streaming Final Fantasy X HD. Yes, you have. Or when I can't because I book E3 appointments all hmm. day. <laughs> um, I'm climbing Gadgazette. Mount Gagazette. So I'm pretty close to the end. I think. Kimari have no family. Yeah. I just beat up um, Bidon and... Who's the other one? Oh. Why can I never the remember anti-Ronso. the kitty names? Oh, because nobody can remember the, the Ronso names. Mm. <laughs> Anyways, I beat up the guys who broke Kimari's horn. Okay. And beyond that, because I finished Rune Factory 4 and I needed another portable game, I've been playing Atelier Totori Plus. So it's a lot like Totori, but it's Plus, and it's on the Vita. We got it during that giant Golden Week sale a couple weeks ago. So you've talked about these Totori games and these Atelier games in the past. So for people who have thought about getting into the series... Is there a reason they should pick up the Plus version over the other version, or is it just what system you want to play it on? It's what system you want to play it on. Okay, so the Plus is kind of a misnomer? No, I couldn't tell you what's different between the two of them because I haven't researched it. But you've played both, and you can't tell, so that's a good sign that it doesn't matter. Now, it will matter for Rorona when Rorona comes out later this year. Because there's a big graphical upgrade. There's a big systems upgrade. Okay. It takes um, Meruru's alchemy and combat system and graphical engine and puts Rorona in it. It's okay. a big difference. So that'll be a big deal. Yep. All right. All right. Well, that wraps up what we've been playing this week. So I'd like to jump into our question of the week. Week, 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 week. All right. We had a question last week. What GBA RPG would you like to see on the Wii U? And here was your feedback for that. 
Shaman wrote in and said, I'll take the cheap answer Final Fantasy V Advance because it's the version that has no load times and a localization by someone who doesn't possibly do illegal drugs. I would be totally down for this. That's fair. Um, that's, that's, that's an option. Yep. I don't know that that's my... Hmm. I want I want a better version of Final Fantasy V is what I want than what we have. I want them to remake five and six like they made for the after years, but no. it's never going to happen. Uh, I think they're already working on five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So isn't there a rumor about Final Fantasy three coming to PC? Uh, that's just news story. That? That's confirmed. We're going to oh, get to it? that no. later. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see here. So Master Chief Roden said, uh, since I still have my GBA carts and don't really care to rebuy games in a format that removes ownership. Uh, what is this? Chris was really ignorant about that being... Oh, my gosh. So he's... Oh, he gives us another question of the week here. I, I should have read this better before I pasted it in. Sorry, we'll just skip over that. Victor, there's one GBA RPG that... RPG? RPG. RPG that Nintendo really should make available through digital download immediately. And the sooner the better. And that's Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga. Well, um, it's good, out. Good news, yeah. Victor. It's out on the <laughs> Wii U. Uh, unfortunately, it's not out on the 3DS. <laughs> but yeah, it's out on the Wii U already, which is what the question of the week was. So the sooner the better, s- fulfilled. There you go. Uh, Silktail says, which uh, GBA game do we want released on the Wii U? Well, the correct answer is Mother 3. Although I'm fairly, fairly curious to see what they would do with the Boktai series. Hey! hey! There we go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I don't know how that would work with the, the Wii U. I don't think it would. I think they just wouldn't port it. But unless they remake it like they do with Loon- on Lunar Night, <laughs> well, they, not they're not going to put in money to remake the thing. Well, I mean, exactly. Here's the thing is, um, I feel like, yeah, it's it's such a tough call because they would have to take time and money to basically put the third game's soul system into the first one, and it's hard to reprogram some of those games. That's why these games are presented as is. I mean, some of these games have a press they play off the cartridge. Oh, and I remember what happened. You have that iOS version of Final Fantasy V on my iPad. Yeah. That thing came out, and it looks awful. <laughs> it is a 2D remake, kind of like what I wanted, except not what I wanted at all, because the art was all redone, and it so looks terrible. So it's not terrible. like Final Fantasy IV The After Years. No. No, it's not. I'm right on this one. Yeah, you are. And six is out as well with the same kind of crappy mm-hmm. art. Yeah. I don't mind five on the iPad. You're weird. Yeah, I kind of want to play six on the iPad on the stream. Is it the same translation people. as the GBA? No idea. I wonder if they redid the translation. I think yet it's again. retranslated. Well, it's still better than the <laughs> than the original um, <laughs> uh, PlayStation One translation, <laughs> which is awful. <laughs> so, do we have news? Do we have news, lady? Uh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, we have. So, news. do we want to talk about the breaking news first? Breaking news! Uh, in a megaton explosion, fill them in, Anna. Microsoft has decided to once again be sensible after being idiots. <laughs> the Xbox 360 spin continues. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, no... I say, I, I, as I've been saying to people at work today, this is the reason why we called it the Xbox 180. Ah, (laughs) So, starting in June, there will be two major changes to the Xbox One. Number one, 
Oh, actually, three major changes to the Xbox One. Number one, there will be a bundle that does not have the Kinect in it and is $100 cheaper. Number two, they are removing the paywall for apps including Netflix, Twitch TV, and, well, just about every app that they have that requires streaming. And number three, if you have games with gold, you're going to get Xbox One games. Yay! And all your games with gold that you now get for free, you have to be subscribed um, in order to keep access to them. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, that's not as yay. But hey, it, it's parody with PlayStation Plus, and it seems to be letting them get more relevant, more current titles, including Dark Souls. People getting free Dark Souls. So that's uh, that's a, I think overall some good changes for Microsoft. There's there's some good news for Cassandra this week. Oh, yeah. What is it? Oh. Didn't you hear? Uh, is it about be- Microsoft? No. <laughs> so we're done with Microsoft already? Oh, yeah. We're just, we're just that's it. Just, yeah. they, they dropped the price, and we don't give a crap that much that we're not even going to talk or speculate about it making a change for them in the market. Does it have any RPGs? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Xbox One. You have no RPGs, therefore we have no care. Next. Oh. All right. Uh, I hear there's Pokemon news this Cassandra. week. Cassandra. Uh, yes. Uh, Do you want to play the... more Pokemons? Uh, well, it depends on exactly how many changes have been done to these games. Well, do you remember Ruby and Sapphire? Indeed, I quite, I still like them, still have my so, Ruby version. Well, you're you going to get to play them again Ruby with Mega Sapphire Evolutions. In the X and Y engine? Mm-hmm. Well then, do I have a game for you? <laughs> <laughs> Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. <laughs> well, what are we going to do with those names? I don't know. Yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> I, I think it's really dumb naming this time, but yeah, that's it. Wait, it's Alpha and Omega, right? Yeah. The mm-hmm. beginning and the end? Yeah. The first no, I, and the last? No, I, I get that. I just think it's dumb. I think combining beginning and the end with different gem names at the same time, just it's doing nothing <laughs> for me. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. This doesn't make your socks roll up and down, Chris. I mean, really... I'm more concerned over the fact that the next mainline series, they've already stolen Omega and Alpha, which would have been the obvious thing for them to go to next since they've already done X and Y. Can't they do um, V and Z? (laughs) Yes, they could. I figured they would choose not to just do letters again. I was thinking W and Z, actually, but... (laughs) Maybe they'll do F and U, Chris. Oh, okay, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) So there's a little... Actually, I am kind of somewhat looking forward to these because I never actually played any of the Gen 3 games. I stopped after Gen 2 and then didn't get back into it until Gen 4. I completely skipped it. Um, The interesting thing is, is this was the Gen that I think a lot of the RP Gamer people played a lot of, at least on staff, because um, we started to get together more for media events, which meant we could trade. Hmm. Yeah? Yeah. 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 I didn't play this generation at all, so I have no nostalgia for it. Um, I have no desire to play through another X and Y engine game. I'm ready for the next step. The next, uh, I thought they did major steps to improve the series with X and Y, and I'm really excited to see the next steps that they're going to do with the next mainline series, which is not this. So I'm probably going to pass. Um, I'm going to play it. Of course you will. You play all the Pokemon games. <laughs> How soon I get in will depend on if they have yet another event legendary giveaway by the re- release. 
or how much they changed the game because the trailer hints that there may be either a slight an altered story somehow or maybe it's just to hype up the game but regardless i guess we'll see yeah hmm. my favorite part is that when they announced this they put out a japanese box art and they put out a north american artwork and then they put out a European artwork, which is identical to the North American artwork, except on the bottom of the box, it says, art is subject to change. <laughs> <laughs> so they're not committed to that European design, it no. sounds like. <laughs> I think they ran out of time to make the Why box. do they all need different artworks? <laughs> I still don't understand in this day and age why we need different artwork for every region. Mm. Is it to... I, I, no, I don't even know. I can't even speculate. I don't want to speculate. Especially between Europe and the U.S. I mean, do you just have more nudity on the European package? Is that how you do that? <laughs> These are Pokemon. They don't wear clothes to be... I... Shin Megami Tensei 3 Nocturne is out as a PS2 classic. You can download it now on your PS3. Uh, $9.99. Uh, Anna does not care for this title. If Manny was here, he would tell you it's fantastic. Uh, Cassandra or John, any fond memories of Shimigami Tensei 3 Nocturne? Never played, played it. it. No, okay. So <laughs> nobody cares. <laughs> Telly Rorona Plus, we already talked a little bit. It's coming out in the West. Anna's very excited now. She Yay. gets to play Rorona because she skipped it because it was very old by the time she wanted to play these games. Mm-hmm. Now she's going to play through it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and sometime, when is that coming out? That's uh, uh, June. Yeah, June. Yeah. June 24th in the U.S., June 20th in Europe. 50 bucks on the Vita through physical and download. Uh, wait, wait, I thought it was 40 on the Vita and 50 on the PS3. Oh, yeah, I misread that. You're right. Okay. I didn't realize it was coming out on the PS3 as well. Uh-huh. With cross-save, but no cross-buy. Yeah, cross-save. and Who yeah, doesn't it's... want to spend 90 bucks on Atelier Games? Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I mean, there are people that will, and you know it. Yeah, download only on the Vita, because, you know, we just can't afford any physical shelf space for Vita games, apparently, in the um, stores. No one wants to carry Vita games yeah. in store. As we can tell the, by the three I Vita mean, games we saw on Target. Well, and I mean, Chris, we've had this discussion before, and we've seen articles about it, where it's something like 65% of Vita owners download their games, and that segment is only growing well, that's great. I mean, it's it's a it's the problem that GameStop said was going to happen. Problem, air quote, said was going to happen with um, midnight launches and day one do- digital downloads and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that that's it. it. Has nothing to do with very few Vita systems only being sold to very hardcore market segments, and <laughs> they all being the sort of people who just want to download the games and have it in their pocket. I know, right? Yeah, nothing nothing to do with that. Yep. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Battle Princess of Arcadia's is a side-scrolling hack-and-slash RPG. It's been announced by NAS America. It'll be coming to the West in June. That's uh, PS3 on via PSN on June 17th in North America and June 18th in Europe. This is an it, NIS America game. Who gives a crap about this? Well, it looks like Vanillaware, and it plays like Vanillaware. But it's but it not... But it isn't Vanillaware. Okay, it isn't Vanillaware. All right. Which means <laughs> it could be okay, or it could be complete garbage. Okay. Hard to say. Yeah, that doesn't really tell me anything. Yeah. I think this is one that we're going to have to leave to the reviews. Well, you can go watch a video trailer of it here. It's got very pretty artwork. Um, can we get past the little story stuff? 
There's a lot of colors. There's a rabbit girl. There's lots of children or the adults that just look like children. Oh, yeah, you're right. It's got that very um, I'm fighting 2D artwork thing. So the mm-hmm. kind of staticky, not fully animated stuff that may be. Yeah. Wow. They're totally ripping off of Vanillaware look, except <laughs> not as detailed. But that's OK, given what Vanillaware did in their last game that a little too detailed. <laughs> um I'm referring to Dragon Crown. Anyway, so if you were looking for a less well an, uh, animated and less well detailed Vanillaware game, this might be for... Oh, I just made it sound terrible. All right, moving on. <laughs> what do we got next? Uh, Wildstar. Cassandra, you're going to jump into Wildstar, right? Uh, I wasn't planning on. John, you're going to jump into Wildstar, right? I might do. You might do. Hey, Anna, you going to play Wildstar? <laughs> No. No? This is that MMO that I've heard nothing good about? This is the MMO that we see at PAX every year, and every year someone on staff gets really excited about it that isn't me. Yeah, every year it's Michael. (laughs) No. Every year. It's been, well, Michael's been excited every year, but it's been someone else on top of Michael. Okay. I have played the beta. What do you think of it, Quinn? It just didn't grab me. Really? Was, did it need to add something? Was it I don't know. Something? Just, I don't know. I just kind of. I don't know. The thing is, I quite like like sci-fi like style stuff. And while well, so it's a very interesting, uh, very and very cartoony art style, um, I just don't know. There's just something about it that just didn't click at the time. It looks I mean, so generic to me. I didn't I just... get out of the tutorial. That was oh. probably one thing, but. I just, I know, I have a sneaking suspicion I may have picked, like, the wrong class or something. You know? I just kind of, the best, I think the best way to do it would be to find the class that I want to play as. Kind of thing. Uh, But, then, well, yeah. Yeah. Well, the beta is open, like, now, right? So you can go check it out and see if you want to uh, try it out. See, Well, you can try it out, see if you want to buy it. Um, yeah. Uh, the only positive things I've heard are from people who keep saying, oh, this is going to be like WoW before WoW got ruined. And I don't know what? where they're getting that from. I don't know what that even means. I know, <laughs> but I, th- this is the sentiment I've been seeing. It's like back to a more old school WoW feeling. And okay. I, but whatever. WoW was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> people forget. No, 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 no. There is, if they're going for what I think they're meaning with that statement... Um, they're either going for that old school rating feel, which yes, I know you would assert probably was terrible, or they want that magic that has not been seen in WoW since Wrath of the Lich King. And what magic was that? Uh, mm-hmm. Best expansion is best expansion, man. That was that was the peak, that pretty much universally heralded as the peak of WoW. That was when I had all the interest. The raids were like on top of the world, and there was. It was the first expansion where there was so much to do, and they did a super good job with the questing, and every quest felt like a storyline. So that was kind of like everything coinciding and converging to awesome, and now it hasn't been the same since. And we've seen the steady decline of players. So there are players. There are millions of people still playing WoW and enjoying it happily, if not better than back then, Uh, especially with all the convenience features that have been uh, added to the game since then. But there are no. people who are dissatisfied with the game who have gone away and want it to feel more like it used to. That's all. 
That's what I mean by that. I don't know. It is what it is. Wildstar is another MMO. I guess we could just leave it at that. I say I think it's I think it's got some interesting. I mean, because the combat is very reminiscent of Guild Wars Two. Um, but I don't know. As again, I, it just feels like there's something not quite gelling for me. Hmm. But again, I think that may be down to the character class they played in the original closed beta. Uh, and they may have made some changes since then anyway. Um, so, I don't know, maybe it's just a case of, you know, wrong character class. Whoops. Yeah, I have not tried any of the recent betas, and I hear it's a lot better now, so I I need to hold my tongue when it comes to commenting on it, because I was not thrilled with some of the earlier builds I played, but um, if things have changed a lot, I should really try it again. So, eh. They haven't done a great job of getting me interested, uh, especially when all they're sewing is like cinematic things instead of like, here's what you're going to do in this game that's new and innovative. Because that doesn't seem to be... It is an NCSoft game as well, because, you know, they do so well. Um, well, Guild Wars excluded, I guess. Hmm. Well, moving on. From one MMO to the next, The Elder Scrolls Online has been delayed for the consoles by six months. Six months, at least, it seems. We don't have a date in our story, but uh, they've been pushed back from June 2014 and uh, be pushed back around six months. And uh, people who are PC and Mac players will get the option to buy a digital copy of the game on PS4 or Xbox One for 20 bucks with a free character transfer to the new console version and 30 free days of game time. Yes, the consoles are separate than the... Than the um, PC version. So that kind of sucks, but okay. Whatevs. Uh, delayed. No, d- nobody nobody mourning the lack of a, of a Elder Scrolls in June? I think I care less about the Elder Scrolls online than I do about uh, just about any MMO on the market. Yeah, and Cassandra seems to have no care about, about MMOs at all. Hey, no? we did get some good news this, this uh, week about some console games. What? Diablo 3 Reaper of Souls. What about it? PS3, PS4, Xbox 360, Xbox One. What? It's coming to PS3? Mm-hmm. I was wrong. I'm oh, very happy to be wrong. Well, everyone's wrong. They were everyone they had said they weren't gonna bring the expansion to the old consoles. No, they didn't. Yeah, they did. They did say that. No. Okay. They just avoided the question constantly. Okay. Um I don't agree with that, but alright. So they they bringing it out when? Uh, I That's forget. a really good question. <laughs> Hang on, Kitten was telling me about this this morning. He was really happy about it. Let's see, Diablo three coming August nineteenth, twenty fourteen. Thank you. Yep, the Ultimate Evil Edition, uh, PS three, PS four, Xbox three sixty, Xbox one. Uh, other than that, it's you, you know what it is. It's Diablo on consoles. Um. See, you have to buy this new version. There's no upgrade if you already own the old one. Yeah, you have to buy the new you, version. You got to buy the new one. Okay. So, sorry. If you pre-order now, you get Infernal Pauldrons. Yes, if you like big ass shoulder guards, you'll get some big ass shoulder guards. And yeah, that's it. What is it? Oh, 60 bucks full price for PS4, Xbox One, 40 bucks for X- PS3, Xbox 360. <laughs> So what um, else do we need to talk about? We need to talk about EVE Online. Oh, 
We do? But yeah, you're our expert, John. News. Yeah, that's sad news. Yeah, you're our EVE Online yeah. expert. Um, so dude, they, I've been... They, they put up a monument. Yeah, they put up yeah, the monument at EVE. Goons vandalized did it. Did actually find my name on that monument, actually. You, you did? Yeah. Oh. Did they put up big pictures of it or something where you could do that? No, they basically there's a tool that they've got on their oh, site okay. that allows you to look up That's uh, great. which section of the monument you're on. Neat. Um, yeah, so they scrat- somebody scratched out the name of one of the players, and someone put a big old sticker on it. And uh, the the community, being the crazy Eve community, went and did all the research and figured out who did it. And um, CCP got involved and took care of it. And they said the matter's closed. The people are banned. We are now leaving the rest of this to be resolved by real-life police people. And we will no longer be commenting on the issue and that is that. Do not mess with Eve players. They will come down on you hard. Man. Yeah, I, I basically... Seriously? I saw some, Were, are they I, really surprised that legal action is being taken against them? Yeah. For some reason, I think people like, somehow expected CCP to not take this seriously. I don't know like quite how that works, because, I don't know, uh, monumental stupidity, I guess. Um, I just... Uh, I, I just don't know. It's like you, you vandalized a public monument and then somehow expected the police to not get involved. How does that work again? <laughs> the players involved have been like permanently banned from Eve FanFest events. Well, they've also been banned from Eve. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me if they got banned from the country at this rate. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that's the problem, right? There's nothing else to do in Iceland but Eve, right? Well, sorry, I've often said that considering the state of Iceland's economy at the moment, I assume that CCP is actually propping it up with foreign money like pretty damn well. Okay. I don't know how true that is, and the views of John may or may not reflect the views of RP Gamer. So, <laughs> Tales from the Borderlands. Uh, this is cool. So this is that Telltale game that's based on Borderlands that's coming. That's not an RPG. It's a... Uh, I don't know what it's going to be. It's an adventure game with Telltales and stuff but uh, the loot you get in it you're gonna get loot in it and you will be able to use that loot in the other borderlands games and hey, i think that's cool so, that's nice the part we crossover. forgot to talk about in rorona yeah you're gonna be able to do that in rorona too wait how does that work so if you have rorona plus and you play totori plus or Meruru plus you get items oh okay and i think it works the other way too even oh wow nice does it work between the two games you have already yes no. Oh. no, 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 no. Just Verona. Mm. Anyways, sorry. All right, yeah. I have more sad news, everybody. Nintendo lost money. $456 million annual operating loss by Nintendo. Um, Maybe that's why they're recycling a Pokemon game. Oh. Oh, snap. Oh. 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 And they're putting out their version of Skylanders. Yeah. Oh, well, that was Nintendo. one of my stories. <laughs> yeah. So the NFC Nintendo figurine platform is platform. basically going to be a Skylander portal that is... It's already um, built into your Wii U. Yeah, it's, so it's, it's built the, into your Wii U. Yeah. It is... On uh, the gamepad. Yeah. It's going to be something that's added to the 3DS. You buy it individually. And you're going to get figurines that work across a variety of games. So, for example, um, Skylander's figures work in all the Skylander's games, right? If they're not backwards compatible, but 
Um, if you have the Mario figurine, you can get a Mario Golf game that's... Um, they haven't said what it. games yet, so these uh, are just examples. These are just examples. So you would have a Mario sports game that's uh, good with it. You would have um, like Mario Paint that works with it. You would have um, platformer Mario that does with and it. Sonic at the Olympics that would be equivalent yeah. that would work with it. I mean, they're still figuring out what they want to have working with these figurines, but they want to have that identity that it's this Mario is mine. Mm-hmm. And I've powered him up through three different games. And now when I put him into Dr. Mario, uh, the color of pills he throws out are slightly different color than normal. Yeah. Isn't that worth all the time and well, money? So, yeah, invested? and it isn't just going to be things like powering up. It's also going to be things like customizations. So yeah, I'm really, whatever. I mean, they're going to talk about this at E3. They already said they are I so don't care. This is not going to be the... I'm interested in this at E3. No, it isn't. This is I'm boring. interested in this at E3. No, no, you're not. Hey, this is better than their quality of life stuff they're going to be bringing Hey, out. they're going to release new consoles for emerging markets in 2015, according yeah. to what Satoru Iwata told Bloomberg. <sighs> we want to make new things with new thinking rather than a cheaper version of, than what, of what we currently have. In other words, we don't want to cut prices on the Wii U. We want to make more products for you to buy. Woo! Yeah, he's yeah. not talking about a new console. He's talking about all this quality of life. The stuff. non-wearable fitness product? Yes. Which nobody, <laughs> I, is that a treadmill? I don't, what is that? <laughs> I mean, people keep interpreting what he's saying as they're going to launch a new console this year. And I don't think that's happening. They're not ready to pull the plug on the Wii U. They've said that over and over again. No, no, of course not. Eh, People Uh, just don't listen. No, they don't. (sighs) Let's listen to Anna while she tells us about a new game. What time is it? I think it's adventure time. It is! Woohoo. I'm excited. Tell me about adventure time, Anna. Yeah. <laughs> so, Adventure Time, The Secret of the Nameless Disclaimer, Kingdom. Anna Marie works PR for the company that's putting out Adventure Time. No. <laughs> Anna so Marie works brought. social media for the company that no. puts out Adventure Time. It's being developed by WayForward. It's being published by Little Orbit. Clever does Little Orbit's PR. So there's your disclaimer. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy who's making the game is also one of my best friends. <laughs> So maybe I'm a little biased. Bias. But here's the thing that I I actually am sincerely excited about this game because I love Zelda Link to the Past and Link Between Worlds. And this is basically Adventure Time Link to the Past, Link Between Worlds. What? Yep. <laughs> so this is like uh, Zelda on SNES? Yes. Okay. Whereas the last one was like Zelda 2? Yes. No, the first one was like Zelda 2. The second one was more like a, a dungeon, uh, like a loot game. So it was more a Diablo-esque. Or okay. actually, I guess, more Torch Lady. Torch Lady? Yep. So how and, awesome is your game, Anna? I don't know. I haven't played it yet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you bad PR person. You're supposed to say it's really awesome. It's awesome! There you go. <laughs> it's going to be at E3. People are going to play it. All right. Well, I'll try it and we'll see if it causes marital friction I if i don't like E3. it yeah. well you hope it's at e3 you're yeah, not sure i don't know i has I it not been officially confirmed um it might be a movie reel i can't remember anymore oh okay exclusive Anyways, <laughs> little orbit undecided about e3 status of adventure time <laughs> <laughs> here is uh you're you know booking what? appointments for this movie reel don't you realize that <laughs> 
Okay, good to know. I'm not. I'm not doing the little over cooking. Oh, okay. I'm doing Natsume. All right. <laughs> oh. Hey, we have more Pokemon news. No, there's a Reddit they should go check if they want more info about Adventure Time. Oh yeah, we did a Reddit AMA. Yeah. With WayForward and Little Orbit. All right, there's your shameless plug. Kaching, 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 kaching. Way more lucrative than Blizzard bucks. Pokemans. Pokem. No. The Adventure Time, Anna. Pokemans. What about I'm, Pokemans? I'm moving on. Well, next is a French indie studio. No, I want to talk about Pokemans. Okay, well, tell me about Pokemans. Pokemon Art Academy. Oh, I'm so excited about this. Yeah. So, like, two or three weeks ago, Chris was like, should I buy Art Academy on the 3DS when there's a Pokemon coming? I'm like, that's never going to come out here. Yeah, now it's coming out. <laughs> so he bought Art Academy. <laughs> like Oops. the day after it shows up, they announced Pokemon Art Academy. <laughs> it's coming to the U.S. this fall. Oops. You too can learn to play P- draw Pikachu. So I want to let you guys know I'm going to do like a little feature on this. I'm going to try and figure out if I can learn how to draw, and I'm going to hope to post all my attempts on social media and stuff. And you can make fun of me and see my progress at learning how to draw like Pokemon, and we'll see if this thing works. Um, and I'll start over the summer, hopefully, with regular art studio to give me a little head start and a prayer of this even working. Um, yeah. I hope everyone's excited. Please be excited. I'm not I will bring my drawing attempts directly to you. I love that phrase now. Please you are be going excited. to bring your art directly to you. Directly to you. Uh, what's, uh, what is it? Please, uh, please be excited and please, please understand. Excited. Please understand. Please understand. <laughs> please understand. Now we can talk about shyness. All right. What? It, oh, that's how you pronounce it. I was what? calling it Shines. <laughs> there is a uh, a fantasy RPG and manga called Shines or Shyness. Um, it, it's a combo of the two: fantasy RPG and manga. It's uh, launched a hundred thousand dollar Kickstarter. Um, it's got uh, you know fantasy characters so you got your animal people you got your human people you got your your it's a game fantasy world okay does that matter it's got japanese speaking and and a manga this is designed for you know the weeaboo inside you right (laughs) so so the cool thing is is combat um, basically the people that made the combat system grew up loving things like naruto and dragon ball and so all of the combat is sort of these one-on-one crazy anime battles. And you have um, the, the other characters that are in your party and in their party that are kind of sitting on the sidelines and can jump in and assist a lot like, a, you know, those fighting games. To be fair, those fighting games are actually pretty good. Right. And so I think this has a lot of potential. I've actually backed it. So, I mean, I didn't back it for any crazy amount. I just backed it for the cost of the game. So it has 25 days to go, and right now it is at $66,000 out of its $100,000 goal. So go back it. Yeah. Um, I, l- I might look into it, although I am kind of waiting for, uh, well, there are two, I think there are two demands of my money. One, I'm still interested in watchdogs, and two, I'm kind of in the middle of buying a house. Ooh. Well, it's $20 to get the game. Nah, might be able to spare it. So, so they have 25 days to go. They're at 66,000. Obviously, their demo wheel... the exact same thing. Like their demo is like very far along, I think. Um, 
So they're doing a good job of advertising the game, and obviously they've got a fair amount of donations already. The amount they need is really low, so they're either getting funding from other source, or this will be a very short game. <laughs> I'm not sure which. And Well, this is episodic. Oh, is that what it is? Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, here we go. Approximate game time. 20 hours in the solo adventure mode. Infinite for the online mode. I don't know what that means, but okay. Yep. So, yeah. So the cool thing is, is there's going to be a manga that goes alongside this. And the manga is going to reveal sort of side storylines. And those side storylines give hints for things that can be unlocked or discovered within the game. So, you know, they're going to show up on the internet within 30 seconds and you won't have to read the manga. But you probably should anyways. So, yeah, I think this is kind of exciting. We're getting a lot of good JRPGs out of France recently. Hmm. Yep. So, uh, Chato and Paki are your two main characters. And you can go check out, if you care about that, over at Kickstarter. Look for Shyness, S-H-I-N-E-S-S, by Innes Interactive, out of France. Um, and, of course, we do not endorse Kickstarters. We don't know if this game's ever going to come out. You may put your money into this and never see it again. But as we always do with Kickstarters, I want to tell you two things. One, the minimum reward. $5, you get forum access, a chapter of the manga, and your name on a thank you page. No copy of the game. For the other end of the scale, you get for $7,500, you get everything from all these other packs, plus travel in France at your cost. <laughs> Wait, I don't think I need a Kickstarter to go travel at France on my cost, but all right. And you get one week at Enigami. You will design an area of the game with the, with them. You get to design a monster and a boss, and you also test the versus mode against the developers. And man, these people spell poorly. And it will be streamed on the Shyness <laughs> official French. YouTube channel. If you, they should have someone proofread it. If you want to learn some tips to create a video game, you will also be assisted by any member you like to learn anything you want. That was awkward. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm suddenly nowhere near as confident about the uh, this game, but all right, so... At least they, they have good graphics people. That's all I can tell you. So go check it out. See if you care. This is one of the ones that looks like it's standing apart from a lot of the other Kickstarter games. Um, but we'll see if that means anything. Mm. Uh, what's next, Anna? Uh, Should we talk about Shyness? We talked about... Have we talked about Dragon Quest or Final Fantasy? We haven't talked about Final Fantasy 3. So Final Fantasy 3. This is... All right. So let me tell you. A long time ago on the Nintendo, there were two Final Fantasy games that we never got here. Final Fantasy 2 and Final Fantasy 3. Then we got Final Fantasy 4 and they called it Final Fantasy 2. Then they skipped Final Fantasy 5 on us as well and we got Final Fantasy 6 but we called it Final Fantasy 3. Well, now we're going to go back to the actual Final Fantasy 3 which they finally released here years ago on the DS and it was a piece of crap and nobody liked it except a few people and those people were mostly not on the show and then they re-released it on iOS and it controlled a little bit better and, and performed a little better because it was really slow on the DS and then they released it on the Vita, which is the version you should play, and then now it's going to come out on Steam. Um, oh, also this this version that's come out on DS and iOS and Steam is a 3D remake of the original Final Fantasy 3. And you know what? It's all different than the original one. I I downloaded I I do, I found a way to play Final Fantasy 3 on my computer. <clears throat> And in order to check out and do some research of of the original title, because I was curious about all this stuff, and uh, it's uh, the original Final Fantasy 3 is a step up from Final Fantasy 1 and has a job system 
and you realize that the NES and the interfaces on the NES for RPGs are terrible, and you can't do things like use the L and R buttons to chain characters when you're changing equipment. And when you want to go and switch a piece of equipment, it makes you take off the piece of equipment and then choose a new piece of equipment to put on in two separate steps, not one step. And you can't um, just equip magic. You have to go to the item menu, use an item of magic, and then it'll assign it to a character. Then you can go over to the magic menu and look at what spells you have on each character. And, oh, so I'm, I'm at a crossroads. I don't know that I particularly care for the 3D remake version. It's got some kind of shortcomings and boringness issues, and uh, the end is like really unbalanced unless they fix that in the newer versions of it. Um, but I don't know that I want to deal with the interface issues of the original NES version, which has some nice tr- fan translations. So maybe I just won't play Final Fantasy 3. Hey, what do you guys think? I hate the 3D remakes. I actually kind of like no, the 3DS no. version, but... BS! BS! You just asked for a 3D remake in the style of Final Fantasy IV. No, I didn't. You I did. Final Fantasy IV. The After Years! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, that's wow. basically what you've got with your Final Fantasy V crap. The Correct. terrible sprites. Oh, wine, wine, wine. Wine, 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 What do you think, John? Where Where do you sit on this Final Fantasy debate? I never played Final Fantasy 3, so in if it's any cheap, form. I might pick it up. All right. Hmm. Fair enough. Okay. All right. Nobody cares? Leave a, leave a message in the comments. What do you think about Final Fantasy 3? So uh, it sounds like the Steam version will be optimized with new 3D visuals and story sequences, have a ch- uh, support for achievements and Steam trading cards. And... Chivos! Well, that's all we really know. So it'll be like that or the Vita version would be the one to play because you want to have a controller. You don't want to play it with touch controls like on iOS. And you don't want to play the original DS version. And you don't want to deal with the interface of the original NES version. So there you go. Um, This might be the one to play if you've been waiting to play a version of Final Fantasy 3, I guess. Maybe. There you go. Maybe. I guess. How Mm. about if I want to play Dragon Quest Um. So... In a way of saying nothing while saying everything at the same time, <laughs> there is a slide in some some sort of presentation that the they were giving that Screenix was giving. Uh, yeah, Screenix was doing a financial yeah, report to uh, overseas markets. Um, yeah, just a financial report. There's a slide that mentions expansion to overseas markets is under consideration, and the slide was uh, talking about Dragon Quest Ten. So hey, that means they are stating to their fine you know their their shareholders and stuff that hey we are considering localizing this game which normally if just saying if square enix if you got a quote from someone at square enix saying hey we're considering it that doesn't mean anything because they're always considering it their company they want to make money they're going to consider all the options they have with all the properties they have all the titles they have but the fact that they bothered to put this in a slide deck talking about financials means that hey that somebody's really thinking it's important to seriously consider this. Now, that being said, the slide that it was on was referring to the Final Fantasy XIV Asian release. Mm. What? But it was talking about Dragon Quest X. Right. Okay. So it, it was a big slide that was like MMOs, and it was like Final Fantasy XIV Asian territories. Dragon Quest X, under consideration. Hmm. So, I don't know what it means then. It probably doesn't mean anything. I'm sorry, people. 
but that is uh did you look at the slide anna um no because there isn't really good pictures of it oh no they they've got the whole slide deck up oh, I'm, I'm getting it up right now yeah, there we go uh, uh, but it's in japanese isn't it no well, this is the English one. Yeah. I could only find a Japanese here it is. one here it is. today. Expansion of overseas businesses, primarily in Asia, is the title of the slide. This is yes. a good thing. That's a good slide title to be on. And then Final Fantasy XIV, scheduled to launch in mainland China this summer in alliance with the Shanda Games Group, planning services in other regions. Dragon Quest X, Japanese words, expansion overseas market is under consideration. So that does not mean necessarily the U.S., unfortunately so that could be anywhere that could be china it could be especially since the other the other three titles on this on this slide are not the u.s yeah they're all asian one's mainland china one's uh tiv and the other one's c yeah so i don't know what's going on Uh, i don't know why we don't have dragon quest 10 but man we are latching on to anything that makes it sound like we might get it because apparently it's a good game it sold a million copies in Japan. So check this out. If you go down two more slides, they're talking about cloud gaming. Service of Dragon Quest X using the cloud technology expanded from tablets to smartphones. Yeah, because it's, it's Dragon Quest X's on Android. <laughs> you can play it via the cloud. Woo. So there's like, I guess it streams a video and you play it with a v- virtual D-pad or something. I don't know what's going on. Um, maybe not. Anyway, Dragon Quest XD game version who cares hey um, murdered is on here oh uh, you know what else is on here what? arcade game machines for puzzle and dragons oh! <laughs> yeah they're gonna have arcade machines for puzzle and dragons battle tournament i don't know how that's gonna work but yeah it was released in april 24th and it's showing a strong performance now i'm confused about one of these slides though yeah because they have um under the digital oh wait that's Kingdom this Hearts. This is the best radio ever, by the way. Oh, Kingdom Hearts 2.5. Best radio ever. Huh? Yeah. Of course there's going to be Kingdom Hearts 2.5. No, they announced that I, a while mis- back. I misread it. I thought it was You want a 3.5? You're no, already ready for Kingdom Hearts. You want 3.5. No, it just we know 3 isn't going to be out this year because it's not on the financial report. Yeah. Well, we all know versus 13. We don't even know that that'll be out next year, let mm-hmm. alone this we year. We know 15 isn't either. Yeah. It's also not on the financial yeah. report. Ugh. Ugh. Uh, okay, that means I'm out of stories. I'm out of um, stories, folks. Yep. Is there any news that you guys feel we missed that you'd like to talk about? Not really. Uh, no, really. <laughs> we just want to go to bed. <laughs> it's only five past three in the morning. Only five past. Three. Well, that's early for that's early, but not late for you. Does that make sense? <laughs> it's early in the morning, but it isn't late for you yet. Something like that. Uh, Yeah. Okay. Well, we have reviews up, so I want to tell you what they are. We got a review of Conception 2 up on the site. We got a review of Steel and Steam Episode 1. We got a review of Path of Exile. And we got a review of Ragnarok Odyssey Ace. All those are available for your consumption on RPGamer.com. You can see what we think about all those games and make a decision if you want to buy them. And in addition to that, I would let you know that this week sees the release of um, uh, next week. Next week is Drakengard 3. And Transistor, um, which actually, I'll get to talk about those releases again on our Saturday show, so because <laughs> <laughs> it won't be the twentieth yet. <laughs> All right, between now and Saturday, what are we going to be playing? I'm going to start with you, Anna. What will you be playing between now and Saturday? Ooh, I think I'm I'm going to be booking E3 appointments. <laughs> that's it. No plane. 
I don't know. You've got I, something on your... Uh, you're playing I, Atelier Tatori. More I've of had no time to play Totori Bull today. crap. You've been playing tons Seriously, of it every night. I have not played Totori today at all. Today at all. Okay. Yes. I will be playing Diablo 3 because a new patch came out. So I'll be Ooh, checking out so all that. I'm so excited for all the Crusader changes. Mm-hmm. We'll have to go more into depth in that conversation on Saturday and get our cha-ching blizzard box on. What about you, John? What will you be playing? Uh, wait, am I muted? No. No, no. I'm not. Holy crap, I'm actually not muted. Um, <laughs> well, it's probably going to be a relatively quiet week for me because uh, I my shift pattern now does not end until Sunday evening or very early Monday morning, whichever okay. way you call that. Um, so I, I kind of meander quite a lot because I, I'm often very tired when I come off these shifts and I don't go to bed until like half seven in the morning, by which point I'm basically dead. Um, so I'll probably just wander casually from game to game, perhaps play some theater rhythm, just, I don't know, go up and down my Steam list a bit and just play some random games. Did you ever uh, play like that update to Strike Suit Zero? I can't remember if I did or not. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm actually playing um, the Super Robot Wars original generations on PS3 at the moment. I was in the middle of a second playthrough trying to get the true ending. Uh, so I might continue with that as well. Okay. There you go. And finally, Cassandra, as our least frequent person on the show, what is your <laughs> most likely game to play this week? Definitely Bravely Default. Probably more Pokemon Y. Maybe more Baroque and probably not more Boktai because it's going to be cloudy the rest of the week. <laughs> Forecast is looking bad for Boktai. All right. All right. I love it. That's the way to decide how to play a game. All right. Thanks to you, everybody, wait, for being wait, with wait, us. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah? Question of the week. What is our question? No, there's no time. Yeah, there is. All right. What's the question of the week? Hey, guys. Let's think of a question of the week. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> You can't just do that at the end of the show, Anna. That doesn't um, work. Num, 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 num. Let's get reactions on the Pokemon announcement. Reactions on the Pokemon announcement? Yes. Or reactions on the Xbox One announcement? Um, No, because we know what the haterade is going to be there. All right. Reactions on the Pokemon because announcement? Because here is the thing. And here is the question of the week. Would you rather have an original game every two years... Or a Pokemon game every year when one is a remake and the other is an original. You ask these questions that don't matter. You're so good at this. You, either way, you get an original game every two years, Anna. Yes, but... But is... it doesn't matter which answer you give. No, it does. Because this is why I don't understand why people are upset about this um, our Ruby and Sapphire remake. Because we're going to get another original game in the exact same time it would have taken them either way. Yeah, pretty much. I would much rather know, since Anna's question, the answer doesn't matter, because it's what they're doing, and you're getting an original game either way. Would Are you going to buy the non-original game? That's what I want to know. Is Do you care to buy the non-original game? Are you going to buy Alpha, uh, Alpha Ruby or Omega Sapphire? Are you going to do that? Are you going to buy it? Is this for you? Do you care? Or are you waiting for the next one, the original Omega game? Sapphire for life. Omega Sapphire for life. All right. So tell us, are you going to buy it? Are you going to bite on this? All right. Thank you. 
Oh, uh, so how do you how are you going to tell me? You're going to email me at podcast.rpgamer.com. You're going to go to the message boards at board.rpgamer.com. Go to the latest update section. Look for the RPG Cast thread and post your note right there about the about what you think. And um, that's it. You can catch us live at rpgamer.com/live 9 a.m. Pacific noon Eastern on most Saturdays uh, when I'm not sick as a dog. And <laughs> or when we're not in Vegas. We're on Twitter at rpgamer. We are on Facebook at rpgamer. We are on YouTube at rpgamer d-o-t-c-o-m and Anna Marie is streaming out on twitch.tv slash rpgamer most days playing some Final Fantasy 10 until I beat it until and then I gotta pick a new game yep and you can help her if you chat in the chat room and absolutely guide her. I'm always taking suggestions for new games or to replay another game that I've already played a little bit of alright until next week keep playing or until Saturday keep playing your RPGs and we'll catch you next time thanks everybody Bye-bye bye now. bye now bye bye